Hey everybody, welcome to the Fate Forge Academy. I am your DM, Steven, and with me we have M. What up? Hello. Greetings. Out. At, oh, sorry. I, <laughs> sorry, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting so many. <laughs> How dare you interrupt? <laughs> uh, Adelaide. Hey, it's Adelaide. And we are joined by a very special guest, Brady, uh, also known as Fluffy Online. Um, say hi and tell the people about yourself. Hi, um, I'm Brady, otherwise known as Fluffy Snowfall, uh, pronouns she, her. Um, most of the time you can see me kind of, you know, just being a support class for everyone. I really love to lift my friends up. Y'all are amazing. Um, as for like where you can find me, I'm on social medias sometimes as Fluffy Snowfall. <laughs> and um, anything that I'm working on right now, really the only thing I got going on is uh, my own podcast, You Will Be Missed, which is a uh, D&D Ravenloft uh, podcast. Yes. <gasps> like you will be mi- Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I like it. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so currently running folks through Curse of Strahd and doing some some deviations here and there. It's been fun. Amazing. Amazing. That's awesome. Brady um, is the queen of, of like all things Strahd, at least for me. <laughs> this I is, love Strahd. This is my fourth time running the campaign. So Wow. Slay. Literally. I, I have I have only played up to about level three <laughs> in that campaign, yeah, which is I, I not very far it, into yeah. it. I did the Death House, though. Yeah, never fun. been a player. Always been DMing <laughs> it, but you know what? It's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, a couple things before we get started. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is Brady actually helps us out with social media as well. So, um, because it's just such a nightmare to navigate that. And so all the help we can get is, is helps keep us, Feels you know, insane. alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we are really excited to have you and excited to tell some stories today. Mm-hmm. Before we get started, um, as always, make sure you go to Found Familiar. Is it, is it foundfamiliar.com? I believe. I've only been doing this for 100 episodes. Um, specifically. 150. <laughs> yeah, a long time. Four, four years this year? When did we start? We started, we started January 1st, four years ago. January 1st? Wow. God damn. Mm-hmm. That was the, and actually, and actually, I believe, I believe the very first episode was the area, you know how I had you all do those little, like, um, character intros? Yeah. Um, I think Ariadne's was the very first one that was released on January 1st. I remember where I recorded that, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um. (laughs) You're not podcasting, little man. Baby Foley, baby Foley. (laughs) Um. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so foundfamiliar.com, uh, order yourself some amazing coffee and use a code FayForge on checkout. You get 10% off your order. Uh, and that also supports a really, really awesome um, small business uh, run by Aaron and Lindsay. Um, they are they have been really supportive of the TTRPG um, industry, um, specifically artists. All their art are TTRPG artists. It goes on all the, all the bags. Um, it's beautiful and uh, it's fantastic coffee. And then also go to greenleafgeek.com uh, to get you some dice and bags and other such fun merch. Um, and use the code FayForge there as well. Um, Leah has been on the sh- on the show before and has also been a, a supporter of the podcast and, and stuff for a long time. So, um, yeah, do those things. And uh, stop by our Patreon if you want to hang out with us live and watch us do this part of the podcast as the disaster people we are. Um, very cool, very professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. But but actually we do we do live stream our recordings for our patrons only uh and that you can join that and you get all the benefits for $2 a month. Um or if you subscribe for a year, I think you even get a discount off of that price. Um Dang. And so yeah. it's 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 a bargain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's you get to hang out with us. Um you're we're welcome. Probably like one of the longest running D&D podcasts. I think at, at this point Ever. we're de- we're definitely yeah. getting up there. Yeah, um, for the record. <laughs> yeah, like you, I think. Yeah, you should definitely I, give them your money. It's a we're good neck and neck with my brother, my brother and me, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Adventure zone. But, yeah. Adventure zone related. So you yeah. know. Yeah. We don't have Often that built to, in. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. I have no idea who these people are. <laughs> we just we just managed to run into every every each other every every other Sunday on accident, and we yeah, just decided. Oh, <laughs> you're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are the odds of seeing you in this virtual chat room that we were <laughs> that you all have invited to? Be privately invited to. <laughs> um, yeah, a bit, many people have compared us to uh, um, other podcasts. Go on, Stephen, list them. <laughs> <laughs> we have been called a podcast uh, by, by many. Moms <laughs> love us. That's, that's all and you that's need all, to know. Moms that love is us. all you need to know. We are a um, podcast and mothers love us. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Uh, let's play D&D. So, we are going back in time. A little over 3,000 years before the current events uh, in the Fae Forge Academy have taken place uh, into the time of lore. A time of wonder and magic and um, awesome powers and a time of gods walking amongst mortals. Towards the end of the time of lore, um, there was a war. A human, or what was once a human, named Malvaris, joined forces with three other incredibly powerful Arcanists, and the four of them became what is known as the Ascended. They waged war against the gods, mostly on the material plane, but occasionally making their way into into other places. And today we find ourselves uh, in the celestial realm of Aludra, the home of Sala, the goddess of justice. Aludra is this stunningly beautiful landscape. Um, the, it's essentially one massive city um, in the midst of this um, almost like peaceful, serene, fantastical nature around it. Um, This city is um, these like marbled walls, um, very Minas Tirith if you're familiar with Lord of the Rings, um, um, where where the further you get into the center, the higher this this peak reaches. Um, The very center, um, the Halls of Justice, where Sala sits, um, is this spire-like tower um, that has two like solid, almost like bars of gold looking like it's embedded into it, going hundreds of feet into the air. There are all sorts of little little motifs um, and engravings showing showing things of, of Sala's 
past her accomplishments, the, the way she brings balance to um, the world, the way she wields justice, um, ensuring that, um, that good is prevailing. The climate in Eludra has often been described as perfection. It's always a slight breeze. The sun shines. It's warm, but not, not too warm. Just enough to be comfortable. Plant life thrives. Um, but recently, there has been something colder in the air. Something strange, something different. Rumors of things freezing. Plants wilting. Storms coming. Things that don't fit in Aludra. Things that are for other planes, less perfect places. The three of you, well, why don't we introduce your characters? But the three of you are going to be charged with investigating this, this mystery happening in Aludra. Well, who would like to go first? M you. Yeah, yeah okay. Because <laughs> I made a stinky Fallen little face. Told. Uh, <laughs> my character is uh, Svetlina Zoila Dobroslava Kozla. Oh, okay. She is an impossibly tall, thin, statuesque uh, Asmar um, with this like long, um, straight flowing platinum hair, um, wearing this impossibly tight silken gown that slid up both thighs um, and this huge um, sort of like chunky belt that looks like it's made of rubies perhaps um, but within the stones there's sort of this fire-like flicker um, and she's very like uh, classically beautiful in kind of an unsettling way um, very full lips um, huge golden eyes, um, tiny button nose, and strapped to her back is this enormous, um, like huge motherfucker of a sword, yes. um, uh. of a great sword. And she's, she has this sort of perpetual, um, look of disdain on her face. Like she's smelled something bad. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. She's mm -hmm. hot and she's snooty. I'm into it. Hot, <laughs> snooty, big sword. Russian name. Oh, what a what a baddie. All right, let's go. Who's next? Um, yeah, I'll go. Um, so uh, I am playing Phaedra, who is a um a paladin. Um, she is a courtier. Um, so she is involved kind of in the politicking. Um, but is still a soldier. Um, first and foremost, she has um, this bronze and gold breastplate armor um, that has combination of like the blue robes that you would see um, with clerics and paladins. Um, long blonde hair that's a little curly. Um, very happy looking, very pleasant, but um, not unprofessionally so. She, she's very she's very by the book. Um, and attached to her hip is this very thin sword with an emerald blade gleaming a little bit. Um, she's always got one hand on. Yeah, that's about it. Asimar. Awesome. Brady. All right. I guess that's me next. Um, I am playing uh, Vela Selizar. She is an Asimar sorcerer. In stark contrast to the other two in the team... Um, who are very reminiscent of what the Celestial Plains would uh, would inspire. Uh, Vela is very much the opposite. Um, short cropped, kind of bobbed hair in a pale blue. Her eyes are piercing teal. Um, heavy makeup around the eyes in particular. Um constantly wearing like chokers and, and long um, long chunky necklaces uh, she wears robes that are kind of black and uh, black and gray and blue 
You know, she's very much if like a certain goth-based pop culture store had a clothing line in here. <laughs> I'm Hot so here for that. <laughs> Hot Topic, please sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to give them free advertising if they're not going to sponsor you. I big titty goth smart girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you said Amazing. it. You said it, not yeah. me. That way I didn't have to. <laughs> I was picking up. I was picking it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Personality-wise, she is. Um, she's a little bit of a tryhard. Um, she wants people to notice her and to like her. Um, she is not involved in politics or uh, warfare. She is a viol player, but uh, it is very difficult to distance herself from her magic, which is what she's most known for. Okay. <laughs> this is like, this is going to end up being like a weird Charlie's Angels. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. quite literally though, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. You're actually, actually angels. angels. Uh, <laughs> uh, so you all are in the middle of this war between the gods and the Ascended. Um, and in Eludra, everything that is, everyone that is on this plane is somehow a part of um, maintaining justice in, obviously, first and foremost, in Eludra, but but beyond just her celestial realm um, and carrying that out into the world. And so the three of you um, are part of the contingent that keeps Eludra safe. Um, as I mentioned earlier, over the, over the past, we'll say about a month or so, there have been two things that have been of, of note on the outskirts of the city of Eludra, um, where the city ends and, and nature begins. It's like these like forests and um, and meadows, whatnot. Um, there have been reports of frost inhibiting the growth of some of the plants. And then there's also been um, reports of multiple people missing from sort of the outskirts of the city. The three of you have been assigned to begin that investigation and to figure out what is causing it. It's morning, though in Eludra, that's almost always. And you can see on the horizon from... We'll say you're. We'll say you're in essentially a military headquarters type place. Um, uh, you can see in the distance what look like storm clouds—a very unheard of sight. Um, approaching you is a tall Valkyrie, um, who the three of you would know um, as one of the most powerful uh, Valkyries in. In the plains, Wylena. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she's carrying her spear, uh, and she approaches the three of you. Um, and the three of you have earned earned a reputation, um, being level nine characters of being very effective, um, being powerful, uh, being good, if not unconventional, at your jobs. Um, and she approaches you, Phaedra. Vela, Zvetelina, I'm sure that you've heard some of the rumors about um, what's happening on the outskirts of, of the town. Um, today we received another report of someone missing. Well, this time they're not missing. They're frozen. Solid. Uh, I would like to ask the three of you to go investigate. Did they there. live? That is part of your investigation. Right now they're just seemingly a frozen statue of themselves. Um, she writes down a little address um, and, and gives it to you. I trust the three of you. I think there are things going on that are not what they seem. 
I think that there is some sort of... I think the war has moved into our home. And if it has moved into our home, that means someone has helped. So I'd like the three of you to do this discreetly. And keep this between us. Uh, could you elaborate on discreetly? It's not really what I do. Um, she pats the giant, giant sword on her back. Yes. <laughs> y- yes. Just maybe, as you un- if you uncover anything, let me know first. Obviously, if you have to use, she points to the sword. We'll deal with that. But that would probably mean the situation is much more dire than um, I hope that it is. I hope it's just some sort of experiment gone wrong or something, but I fear that it's something deeper with the frost we've seen on the outskirts. And then she looks out towards where these storm clouds are gathering. If you are saying it is a experiment gone wrong, that would imply that it's one of ours. Yeah, yes. But an experiment gone wrong is better than something more sinister. Right? So that's what I'm hoping. But if the war truly has come here... We can't just let it go. Exactly. And I have... um, I have an image to maintain to not arouse any suspicions that I fear that this is happening because <sighs> there's only so much travel between between the realms right now that one can do. I mean, if something's coming here, it would be from someone very powerful. You get a hint of sadness in her eyes. Well, it's good news that we are also all very powerful someones, is no? Exactly. That's why you three are some of my favorites. She's so hot. (laughs) You see, that's your first problem. (laughs) Having favorites? Having us be your favorites. It's a very good problem for me. (laughs) Why, we are all very good at fighting and very beautiful. I I don't understand what is problem. (laughs) I would also be my favorite. I am my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Fair point. <laughs> I have things to attend to. Um, you have the location? Good luck. Stay safe. Let me know if there's anything else that you need as you uncover things. May Salah's hand guide you. Oh, yeah. At that, at that she, she immediately stands up and salutes. <laughs> Bella just kind of nods. And Wylena walks away. This beautiful spear on her back. Almost just glowing and singing. You love that spear. So <laughs> fabulous, perfect color on her. Okay. So you have a location? Mm-hmm. What are y'all doing? Oh, well, first she says we need a game plan. Um, she's going to pull out, like, a notepad from her satchel uh, and start taking down notes. Frozen statue. We should probably talk to it. Well, oh, uh, we, uh, we'll figure out if we can talk to it. Witnesses. Svetlina's standing like uncomfortably close over your shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Watching you write all this down, he's like, What are what are you doing? We need a plan. A, a mission? Plan. Is, is Phaedra Ariadne's like great 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 great, great grandma? <laughs> is plan not go and melt? I mean, if it's any chance that the person in the ice is alive, I don't think we should then proceed to burn them to death. Oh. With whatever we would melt the ice with. It, there, there are easier ways of melting ice than immediately setting them on fire. There is? That's fair, <laughs> but we're trying to be fast and efficient, so I would assume that... Never mind, it's fine, it's fine. No, it's a good idea to put down a plan. That way we can um, ignore it when everything goes wrong. (laughs) I like you are funny. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) I like that there is a a Eastern European block of uh, (laughs) Lugia. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's my my favorite part so far of this. Some of us more literate than others. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
the uh, the table's yours. Shall we go? I think, I think <laughs> yeah, so. I think yeah. heading, heading to the statue area first. Yeah. Okay. Um, so as you as you head out, uh, you're given the address of, of a home. Um, like the vast majority of the homes in Eludra, uh, it's well kept. It's um, simple and elegant. Um, the decor is, is very um, minimal, but the things that are in there are are beautiful. Um, as you start to approach this home, um, you notice that the ground around, there's a little bit of um, like plant life in what would be the front yard um, and the little walkway leading up to the door. Um, you notice that it's frozen. You can see frost almost like around the door frame. Even as you kind of step into the area in front of the house, you feel the temperature drop drastically. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Is this frozen person outside or is it assumed inside the house? Um, From where you are outside of the house, you cannot see them. All right. um, I am going to go to the window and um, going to say a few words and kind of move my hands or, uh, casting a spell, I am going to warm the windowsill using prestidigitation to try and basically like defog it so we can look inside. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, you see some of that, that frost um, pull back almost like you're using the defroster on your car <laughs> as, as the, as the window clears up. Uh, give me a perception check. All right. Uh, 10. You actually can't see that much inside. Um, you can't make things out. As you look through this window, um, it's, you almost have to do like a double take. It doesn't make sense. Um, it looks almost cave-like inside, um, as there's like, um, icicles coming from the ceiling. Um, like everything is completely frozen. Um, it's almost like a whole different world. I mean, you can still see the wall. You can still see some of the decor, but it's just covered in, in, in ice and almost snow. I think Eludra will walk up to the door um, and just give it a sharp rap because, you know, it's Eludra. Nothing bad ever happens in Eludra. Uh, uh, we're here for a welfare check. <laughs> uh, as you as you rap on that door, um, give me a perception check with disadvantage. Disadvantage, okay. Uh, a seven. Okay. As you as you rap on that door, you could have sworn you heard something, but you can't. Like it's almost one of those moments where, like, did, did I hear that? Um, like must have. My mind my must must be playing tricks on me. It, you can't even place it, but the sound wasn't anything that made sense in this space. But what it is, you have no idea. You couldn't even recreate the sound if you if you tried because it was like that quick and and that weird. You're not you're not sure if it's your mind playing tricks on you. I uh, slip past Phaedra and I go, okay, time to open door, and I attempt to break down the door. <laughs> Just okay. kick it open. Uh, roll, roll a, uh, roll, make an attack roll. 25. Uh, yeah. You, <laughs> why don't you describe how Svetolina, uh. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just walked into the door, I go, hello, open door now, and then she just lifts <laughs> one long leg and kicks the door in, in one <laughs> fell swoop, and it just swings open. Maybe it yeah. falls off one of its hinges. Well, I, I'm going to say that, that that it would normally open outward, this door, and oh. you just break it completely. <laughs> you you just completely break right. it off the hinges. Um, uh, and as you, as you kick it, um, the it's almost like the, the, the hinges are brittle um, from being so cold, and they kind of, they just kind of snap, and the door falls. Uh, and I need the three of you to roll initiative. Okay. <laughs> I beat. Writing door broken. Remember to tally damage fee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
An 11. Uh, 15 for me. Uh, 13 for me. Okay, so, Vela, as, as you're looking through the window and the two of them are doing that, you hear that loud crack. Um, you are the first one to notice this. So as that, as that door gets kicked in, Vela, you're, you're looking through that window. You see the door kind of out of, kind of off to the side of, like, swing open and slam, slam to the ground. Um, and then as you're looking, at least one of those icicles moves. And it looks like it sort of sprouts wings. Uh, it's hanging upside down almost like a bat. It's got this long, the, the like the longest part of the icicle. Like as it looks up, it, it looks like it's a nose. Um, there's a little pointy mouth underneath it. Um, some sort of creature that does not belong in Eludra. And they rolled a nat 20. Uh. So as you kick that open, I am going to need to know, I'm going to need you to make uh, Ariadne... Or, <laughs> Phaedra Phaedra and Svetlina did I say that right? yeah you got it okay Svetlina there's an extra eh Um, yeah I'm gonna need both of you to make dex saves okay so you have a plus three bonus save just FYI with my aura of protection paladins paladins does this count as my danger sense I have advantage on this dex check Read Danger Sense to me. I don't remember it off the top of my Because I have an advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects that you can see, such as traps and spells. Oh, yeah. There's like a there's like a tiny a thing. cone of a blizzard going right at you. 13 for me. 17 for me. Okay. You both pass. You'll both take two cold damage. Um, Ooh. Um, hold on. I also have <laughs> resistance to cold. You take one cold damage. Yeah. <laughs> Level nine. Yeah. Mm. Oh wait, is this is this a spell damage or is this just magical damage? It's not. It's it's not a spell. Okay. Right. It's it's a breath. Um, uh, as this one that was an ice cold, you see, Zvetalina, um, it like kind of the same thing I described to to Vela, um, as these little wings unfurl, and then three more from the ground come flying up at you, and all three of them are going to, uh, well, actually two of them are going to scratch at you, and then, um, for a fourteen and no. a fifteen, no, awesome, uh, and then at I am and I have a really hard time not calling you. Ariadne. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that is the name that is the hardest for me. Because um, Blossom hasn't even come into my mind. It's probably because the hardest for Asimar. Ian too. So you're not alone. Yeah. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> True. Okay, Phaedra. Yes. A five is not going to hit you. No. Um, uh, but these these three more of these little these little creatures, almost like animated icicles, almost is what they look like with little wings and and kind of weird warped faces. These eyes are like this glowing blue um fly at you trying to scratch and scratch and bite at you uh yeah. and svetalina it is your turn wonderful um so as these are all flying towards me i unsheathe my great sword from my back um and use my bonus action to whisper the magic word to it which is good boy uh and the <laughs> sword <laughs> bursts into uh flames filling the light with this flickering blue blaze. Um, and I'm going to take uh, I'm just going to take a swing at uh, whichever one is closest to me. Okay. There's two There's two in melee with you. Right. I, I do have two attacks, so first, mm-hmm. first one will probably be for old boy and second for old boy too. Mm-hmm. Does a 28 hit? Barely. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, incredible. Okay, so that first one's going to take 16, uh, 17 plus 7. 24 points of damage. Okay, I need you to make a deck save. A deck save? This one you don't This one you don't get your danger sense from. Cool. Um, 13. 13. Okay. Um, you take... <coughs> oh, did you add your plus 3 to that? Uh, you, she didn't need it. Okay. Um, you take... <laughs> One more cold damage. Well, <laughs> uh, as as this first one that you sl- that you slam this great sword through, it just it cuts through. I mean, hot, flaming hot metal through ice. Um, as you cut through, it explodes like right in your face, um, and you take damage from that as it like 
basically turns turns into shattered ice. Um, you will get your danger sense on any more that you kill in close combat because you have you have now learned that that is a danger. I've learned. <laughs> I learned things. Very smart. Very beautiful. No many fix. Um, oh shit! I have an extra attack. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So as, as that happens, I just sort of brush the, the ice shards away from me. And I go, okay, one more time. Um, <laughs> and I roll it again. Does a 20 hit? Yes. Okay. 22 points, uh, for 22 points of damage on that second one. Uh, give me a deck save with advantage. Uh, 17. Uh, you take one more cold damage. Um, as this one also explodes kind of right, right by you. Um, anything else on your turn? <laughs> yeah, I, I turn back to the other ladies and I go, okay, more for you all. <laughs> okay. uh, and uh, it is your turn. You're probably kind of 10 feet to the left of the other the other two in your party. Um, there is one of these little um, ice creatures flying around um, Phaedra um, just outside the doorway. And then you saw the one inside blow its um, like ice breath at the two of them. And now I don't see either because they're exploded. Well, there's there were four total. Oh, oh, okay. There's two left. All right. Um, how close is the one next to Phaedra? About ten feet. Very close. Okay. Um. All right. And the two are they kind of close-ish together? Uh, one's inside still. Okay. So that one's probably fifteen feet away from the other. Okay. Perfect. Um. Fella is going to kind of wave her hand over a ring that she's got on her uh, left hand. And it is kind of this small little crystal orb with like stars in it. She's going to wave her hand over it and just pull out some energy. And there's almost it's almost like a fireworks display in a 15 foot cube compassing both of the ice creatures. I need them to make a deck save as there's just this shower of sparks that manifest. Okay. Does that can that target ju- just enemies? Um, or can, everybody. Well, you said that they were fifteen feet apart from each other. Yeah. Um, I'm asking because Phaedra and Zetalina would also be in that space. Okay. There's no way that I could. You said they're flying, so could I do it above their heads? Sure. Why not? Okay. What kind of saves do they need to make? Dexterity. Dex saves. A natural one. And a nine. Okay. I'm assuming those both fail. Yes. Yep. I'm using uh, my ring of shooting stars. Nice. Yep. Um, that is 14 points of fire damage to both of them. Okay. Uh, I need um, Phaedra. I need you to make a deck save. Uh, <laughs> a seven. Okay. Uh, you take four cold damage. Spicy. These were these were the big bads that you were looking for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, as as both of these explode and you are out of initiative. Those those terrible ice methods. How dare they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Phaedra just standing in there with her hand still on her sword. It hasn't even drawn it. She's just, what am I even here for? <laughs> like, okay. I feel like they should have called the exterminator for this one. We don't really do pest cleanup. Did you tell Waylana this next time? Write down in notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, so as the three of you enter into the space, um, it gets colder and colder. Um, do any of you have any protection from cold? Me. Okay. I thought about taking dragon armor. I thought that's my mm. first thought. Huh? Yeah. I'm going uh, to use uh, prestidigitation to basically make a little like space warmer. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, so as you as you do that, like you you're at that it's at that temperature where you can see your breath even as you walk in from outside. Like your your bodies are are letting off steam. Um, I'm assuming your sword is still on fire. Yes, my sword is mm-hmm. still on fire. Uh, so that and the space heater, um, things start to melt around those. Um, as as the water melts, though, you watch it almost like refreeze um, as it gets away from wherever this, this heat is. Um, in the middle of this 
little home, you see what looks like a another um, Asimar, another celestial person who lives in Aludra. No one you know. Um, in this position, it looks like they're like begging for their life almost. Um, there is like hands hands up, kind of in with this like look of agony on their face. Um, and as you look kind of beneath the layers of ice, what stands out to you is where um, their eyes were um, is now just like nothing. There's no... Um, it's not lifeless like a dead person. It's like lifeless like like there's no iris. There's no pupil. Um, it's just the whites left. Uh, I hold my flame sword sort of <laughs> like a flashlight to illuminate closer to this figure and also to see if any of the ice on them is melting next to the flame. Yeah. Um, the, the ice starts to melt. Um, as it starts to melt kind of head down... Um, you notice like kind of in like the, the veins of, of where next to where the eyes would be, um, those are like kind of turning black almost, even as you melt the ice, everything about this figure stays the same. Um, so you get all the ice slowly melted down and very statuesque. Um, okay. That did not work. I'm out of ideas. So the body is still standing, though? It doesn't just, like, collapse? Correct. All right. Are there any signs of life? Uh, you can make a medicine check. Okay, that's a 14. There are not. Okay. And even there's... With the medicine check, there is something even... You, you can't put put a finger on what it is exactly, but there's something deeper about whatever this whatever happened to this person than just physical looks like they're dead they probably got their souls stolen well, that's a fast conclusion to make um hmm i yeah i'll she'll she i think she she's got gloves on and she's gonna pull her glove off and kind of hold it over this ice body i'm casting detect evil and good that's not gonna work that's not what that spell does no, but you do notice that there are like a heck of a lot of celestials around you. <laughs> what? What? There's like, there's like she's, so many. She's wise. She's not very smart. Okay. <laughs> it's like you might be in the celestial realms. <laughs> As you all are checking on this this body, the natural like sunlight that y'all are used to that y'all are used to it grows dark you hear sort of wind starting to whip outside does our uh, I'm gonna cast light um does that work in this space is it so it's it's not it's not dark like um mechanic like the mechanical word dark it's dark like very very overcast storm like weather oh gotcha okay okay um, Moody dark. So the light, the light, the light does work, and and you do kind of need it because it is it is dark enough that like, I don't know, in storms it is it is hard to to see if you don't have any light sources. Um, but in each sort of gust of wind you hear, there's this <laughs> being carried on the winds. A child. Sort of. <laughs> no, she's just, she, she's hearing like a nefarious laugh, and she's like, ah, yeah. oh, it's children. Children afoot. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it means the wind is haunted. <laughs> I don't understand. What is joke? Why, why is laughing? <laughs> it, it is. I do not think it's funny. I think it is that um, the wind is haunted. Oh, <laughs> the wind can be haunted? It seems like it. That is concerning. Anything really can be haunted if enough dead people happen to be by it. Bullet point wind haunted? Mark. Bullet point to children <laughs> You're playing? Question so mark. smart. 
Stephen, is there anything um, else in this house of of note aside from this this person? Roll me a. Um, do you have something in mind that you're looking for, or are you just kind um, of sort of vibe checking? Yeah, I guess it's more of a vibe. Obviously, like they're the only person here. Mm-hmm. Um, is it a furnished house? Um, yeah. Give, so, give me a perception check. <laughs> it's a natural one, um, and um, my perception's plus zero. So, so what do it's I say, a, Stephen? It's it's a house. house. It's a house. Yeah, it is a house. It, it looks completely normal to you. Outside of it, what stands out to you is it's frozen. This house is very cold. I don't think this is right. Probably not. Phage is going to start walking forward and trying to see if any, like, direction feels colder. Like, almost like searching for a draft in the house, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Give me a survival check. Ooh, 22. Yeah, as you sort of look around the house, you... it's It's got two stories. You go up the stairs, everything matches what you see downstairs. You walk back down... Um, uh, as you sort of go towards the the back, um, where that wind is blowing, um, you notice a couple things. There is underneath some of the ice on the floor, um, is this like unnatural cut going like straight through the flooring, um, and then it's covered in ice, and then in some of that. Your character wouldn't be able to make this specific connection, but I'm going to give it to you because it's like um, it's the easiest way for me to describe it. Sure. Almost it looks like there's ice skate marks. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Coming from out from from like the back door, following along with this with this cut. Uh, it looks like someone is uh walking dragging a blade behind them. Very ominous. I uh seems suspicious to me. Do you think they have a bigger blade than me? Uh, no. It looks like uh, you know, just come. Can you come? Can you come look? Can you come look? Yes. Listen, I don't think anyone has a bigger blade than you. Thank you. That 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 means a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> I walk over into the into, to look at what Phaedra. You didn't see my blade, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Vela is currently a bright shade of red as the gay panic is real. <laughs> Weird. Uh, I go to look at what uh, Phaedra is investigating. Um, yeah, I mean, especially as, as three fairly experienced fighters, um, the, the difference in, in how the, it looks like this blade is dragged is normally, like, you can see blades getting dragged, like, along dirt or whatever. Um this is literally like slice. It almost looks like it's slicing through paper, but this ground is tiled. Like it shouldn't, it shouldn't go as, as deep and as clean as this cut is going. Okay. They might have a very big sword. This is not good. Looking around. The other thing that you notice is as you've seen those. Now you start looking kind of underneath the ice that encases the walls and whatnot. Um, and there are a few more, what look like swings um, that that just cut straight through everything as you as you continue to like kind of look through you also notice there is a there is a cut that goes like right in between the feet of this frozen person um, this doesn't look dragged it looks swung but when you look at the individual, there's no sign of any cuts of any sort. There's nothing in the house, then it's the only lead. This is only floor of house, yes? There's no no downstairs, no upstairs. There is an upstairs. Uh, but um, uh, Phaedra, Phaedra checked it out. And there was nothing else of note up there. There's no, like, cellar door or anything either? Nope. I've got nothing. Um, I'm going to step back outside the front door and look up at this guy. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, as you look up at the sky, you see sort of it, it's come much closer. It's it's above you now. This this like sort of billowing dark storm storm clouds. Um, as the wind is picking up, there's a little bit of snow starting to fall, which is not something that ever happens uh, in Eludra. As you kind of look beyond the house, more into um, the wilds, essentially, um, the like right on the backside of a meadow, and that meadow is starting to be covered in snow um, and ice as everything is cooling off. And one thing catches your eye is that sort of deep, you're not exactly sure how far, but you can see it almost looks tornado-like in that like this cloud funnels towards the ground. It's not spinning like a tornado necessarily, but it's like it's like almost like this cloud is a is a stack of smoke that's coming from from a from a specific place um, in the wilds. I beckon to my companions, and I I I point at it, and I go, "Does that look weird to you?" Oh yes, all of this looks weird to me. I have not seen anything normal in the past uh, forty five minutes. Normal is an illusion, but I get what you're talking about. You also start to see, um, sort of, out on the outskirts of, of, of this city, um, houses are a little bit more spread out, but you do see people starting to, like, open their doors, looking up and looking around. Um, uh, I'll go, go back inside. This is the, we're, we're investigating. This is, this is a crime scene. All right, okay, just go back inside. Don't worry, we are handling it. It's, it will be okay. It's fine. So only someone was murdered. Go about your day. Yes, In, but we will catch the murderer. And don't worry, we'll put murder to sword. Someone <laughs> was, just throwing at the, the was, subtle about it out the window. <laughs> someone was was murdered. Someone is is dead. Wait, 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 we don't, we don't know, we don't know that. Just, just, uh, just. just oh, it was, was, it was, it was definitely a murder. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go back That's... inside. Follow orders. That's... Get back in your house. No. That that was that was that was Dyra. That's where where Dyra lives. Why is what what ha- what happened to him? He's uh... temporarily not alive. But... He was murdered. It is. A pretty easy connection to make that this is his house. There was a murder in his house. But, but that's not supposed to happen here. Solid's supposed to protect us. We, 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 don't, we don't know anything. This is, this is an, the investigation part. We, they, they don't know what they're talking about. Oh my god, get back in your house! And I try to <laughs> slam the door on this door. The door shuts. Let us do our job. <laughs> I think that went well. Uh, our, well, our mission was meant to be, you know, um, quiet and, and subtle. But uh, sure, let's tell let's tell the whole neighborhood there was there's been a murder. That's good. Well, mm-hmm. now there's big big funnel in sky. It's very dark. I, I think they already are sort of a onto something might be off. You know, right? And you know, we were told to keep secret about all the cold stuff. We weren't told to be secret about murders. But now it's, it's cold. Mm, this well, is very good point. Good, good luck with that when you tell Wellena that. Yeah, but that's good. It's fine. Everything will be fine. You know, it'll be good. So, uh, as you have this this weird weather phenomena happening, um, kind of in, in the wilds, and you have these strange um, ice skate like tracks um, coming from the back end of the house that faces the wilds. What are y'all doing? How far away are the wilds, like where this funnel is forming? Um, give me a survival check. Uh, 16. You guess it's probably a good eight to 10 miles away. Okay. Uh, Ar- uh Arian, God bless it. Um, Phaedra is gonna, um, start locking up this house and, like, trying to, not board it up, but, like, making sure it's closed, the windows are, are drawn, doors locked again. Yeah, you do that. The laughter keeps happening every so often. Is, is that coming from inside the house again, or was it coming out from this 
where these treks are leading. I don't remember. You, you hadn't, you hadn't asked that question. Um, oh. <laughs> but it is, it sounds very far away. Okay. Almost like it's being carried by the winds coming from this storm. Mm-hmm. Well, there's uh, nothing left to do but investigate it. Um, we brought your sweaters. Why would they need sweaters, not gold? She's wearing, like, very little clothing. Like, oh. very little clothing. And <laughs> I'm sure. I'm so sure. This is spring day where I am from. I don't understand. <laughs> you just need to let it go. The cold doesn't bother her anyway. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> it was inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lady with plan. What is plan? Uh, well, I, you know, I just saw a body with its eyeballs. Not eyeballs, so, yeah. These things just don't really happen here. Um, your guess is as good as mine. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably not, but I was trying to be generous. Um, okay, well, we have tracks here. These look like tracks. If it's a, if it's a knife, I, uh, I, I don't know. Someone just dragging a stick in the ground. Okay, so so we follow. Vortex of doom coming from that way with crazy laughter. We just go and... We're not going to die, so it'll, it'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We have, we have to figure it out. Yeah. Yes, we go towards doom. This is plan? This, uh, that sounds like the plan, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, as you all walk towards doom... Mount doom, as some would say. Yeah. Uh, the wind is, is picking up... Um, uh, kind of freezing the ends of your clothes, um, even like the the tips of your hair, as you walk, you start having to walk through actual genuine snow, um, something none of you in Aludra would have ever experienced. Um, as you feel that crunch um, beneath your feet, going through this this sort of meadow in that direction, um, you see more of those like ice skate like tracks. On almost on top of the snow, which doesn't really make that much sense to you, because each time you all step on it, um, your foot just goes goes right through. Something something being able to like slide on top doesn't really add up. The laughter gets louder. Sal's <laughs> protectors coming to save Aludra. I am. She's casting protection from energy um, with cold as we're getting closer to this thing and going along. The gods will fall. Ice will come. (laughs) And we're going to have to find out what happens next time on the Fae Forge Academy. Hey, thanks so much for attending the Fae Forge Academy today. Uh, before you go, don't forget to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Academy, uh, And also stop by Greenleaf Geek, which is at Greenleaf Geek on Twitter and Instagram or greenleafgeek.com. Get all your dice needs fulfilled. Um, uh, and don't forget that if you use the code Fayforge on checkout, you'll get 10% off your order. We are also proud members of the Fundamentals Podcast Network, so make sure you go to thefundamentals.com to catch up on all sorts of pop culture and nerd stuff. Uh, they have a lot of great articles, a lot of other great podcasts. Um, check them out. And with that, I am your Dungeon Master, Steven. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the underscore bad DM. My name is Ian Gould, and you can find me on Twitter at Ian G. Gould. Hey, I'm Chris. I like to hang out. You can do so alongside me on Twitter at Kiss of Hemlock. Hey, I'm Adelaide Gardner. You can find me at O Adelaide. 
Hi, I'm Emily, or M, and you can find me at Emily Irv, that's E-M-I-L-Y-E-R-V, on Twitter and Instagram. My name is Michael Sinclair II. You can find me at Michael Kritz on Twitter and on Twitch. Theme music by Dave Cole of the Four Orbs Podcast. For more music, check out D. Cole Music on YouTube. Additional sound effects and music found at zapsplat.com, tabletopaudio.com, and epidemicsound.com. The Faithforge Academy is a proud member of the Fundamentals Podcast Network.